Welcome to the Igniting Hope Podcast, where you will experience catalytic encouragement and practical tools to renew your mind with truth instead of lies, so you can experience transformation in your emotions, circumstances, and influence. Let's break off self-limiting beliefs together like never before. The title of today's podcast is Steve, Stop Fixating on That. Stop fixating on what's wrong. Fixation is an obsessive, constant thinking and dwelling on, on something. And we're gonna we're gonna have a very, very good time today in today's podcast. Hey, before I get into the content, let me just tell you a couple things coming up here at Igniting Hope. Uh, November 17th and 18th here in Redding, California. We're doing our Igniting Marriages Retreat, a two-day event. It's going to be powerful. If you're looking for an investment in your marriage to take it higher, or you're just in a season where of great challenge uh, in, in your marriage or somewhere in between, this is going to be great. Wendy and I will be ministering, uh, Peter and Melinda LaHaye, Aaron and Connie Jones. Others will be uh, there as well, ignitinghopeacademy.com. And then also on November 1st, my wife Wendy is doing a mystical master class, two hour uh, online event, free. It's going to be good. I just want to say, hey, this, you know, sometimes people hear the word mystical or mysticism and their mind goes to new age and, and that. Listen, anything in new age or that is, uh, is a counterfeit uh, of the reality of what the Lord has in the Holy Spirit. And there's there's some mystical things. There's some Holy Spirit things as we dive deeper that are powerful. I'm listening to the book of Ezekiel right now, and whoo, Ezekiel, there's some mystical things in there. But that's going to be a great uh, two-hour masterclass. My wife, Wendy, really is a mother of mystics in the body of Christ. So IgnitingHopeAcademy.com, free Event. Let's get into today's podcast on Steve. Stop fixating on that. And you know, whether it's uh, fixating on what's wrong with ourselves, what's wrong in others, you know, what's wrong, whether it's family members, whether it's leaders over us, our children, uh, etc., we could fixate on what's not happening in our lives, unresolved relational situations, what's wrong in society, what went wrong in the past, what's wrong with other churches or <laughs> other other leaders. We, we can just focus in on the negative and just look at that and dwell on that and, and feeling that Man, we're, we're part of the solution because we can discern what's wrong. I used to think I was discerning because I could see what was wrong with people. And the Lord says, no, you just got a critical spirit. <laughs> I think about in Luke 15, the story of the prodigal son, and then the two other main characters that are in there are the father and the elder brother. And this is... One of the things that I teach in the, my book, The Culture of Empowerment, because empowering leaders have a father mindset. The elder brother mindset first looks what's wrong in a person or place. The father mindset first looks for what's right in a person or place. 
The elder brother mindset is fixated on what's wrong. You look at that story, you know, the un, undeserved grace, uh, just uh, just fixated on the faults of the father, uh, etc. And but the father was fixated on what was right. And just because we're fixated on what's right doesn't mean we're going to be gullible or don't have boundaries in relationships. But it's it's where we're looking. Now, there's an interesting story or a passage of scripture in, in Luke chapter, it's, let me find it, Luke 9, where Jesus was told by John, he said, hey, J Jesus, let me find it here. I, here, here we go. It says, this is verse 49 and 50 of Luke 9. It says, now John answered and said, Master, we saw someone casting out demons in your name, and we forbade him because he does not follow with us. But Jesus said to him, do not forbid him, for he who is not against us is on our side. And whereas John was fixated on what was wrong, the problem, he's not with us, Jesus focused on what was right. He's doing something right. Let's not, let's not forbid him. So why do we at times focus, fixate on what is wrong? Well, one of the, the reasons we would do that is we're partnering with the accuser of the brethren. That's one of the names of the devil. He's constantly accusing us He's accusing God to us as he did to Eve. He's accusing uh, ourselves to, he's, to ourselves. <laughs> and he's accusing everything around us by wanting us to look at the faults of what's around us. Secondly, it can just be as simple as we're tired. When we're tired, we uh, tend to not see things as positively. A third reason we may fixate on what's wrong is a fear of hope. I don't want to get my hopes up. I want to stay pessimistic. I want to uh, just be cynical because then I, I won't face the potential of being disappointed again. I'll just keep my hopes down. And, you know, by the way, there, there's two ways you can live. You can live a hopeless life and never be disappointed. Boo. Or you can live a hope-filled life with occasional disappointment. A fourth reason why we may fixate on what is wrong is that we believe guilt and disapproval are good motivational tools. Guilt and disapproval are good motivational tools. Now, they may motivate, but they're not healthy because they're going to create disconnection. They're going to create performance mindsets and people that we, we influence. It, it's more of a slave mentality that we're going to perpetuate, a fear of punishment mentality. And, and another uh, reason why we may fix it on what's wrong is that we want to spread our unhappiness around. <laughs> we're, we're not happy. Therefore, we don't want anybody else to be happy. So we'll be a negative thermostat that comes in to environments. But I'm not talking to people today who want to be a negative environment. I'm who create a negative environment. I'm talking to people who want to make a difference. 
So let's talk about how to overcome fixating on the wrong thing, about just dwelling on and first reacting and looking for what's wrong, or if we're in a relational situation, just dwelling on the negatives of maybe our spouse or, or other people. Here, here's the first thing we can do to overcome this is partner with what God is already doing. Partner with what God is already doing. Jesus said this in John 4, 35, do you not say four months and then the harvest? But I say to you, look up and see the fields are white for harvest. Jesus said, you say it's not happening yet. You are fixated on what's not happening. But I say to you, look up and see because it's already happening. There's something to partner with that's good. There's something to partner with that's, that's happening whether it's in your marriage, whether it's in your family, whether it's in your uh, church, whether it's in your city, your friendships, your job, school, there's something happening. And as we look up, Jesus said, I do nothing except what I see the Father doing. Secondly, to overcome fixating on the wrong things is to focus on what we already have. In Second. Kings 4, there's a widow. She had just lost her husband, one of the sons of the prophets. She's in debt. The creditors are coming to take her sons away as slaves to pay off the debt. She has a conversation with Elisha, the prophet. Elisha says, what do you have in your house? Basically, what do you have? And she said, I have nothing except. Now, she was fixated on the fact of what she didn't have. I have nothing except. Now, because when we get under the anointing of a prophetic anointing, it takes our eyes off of what we think we don't have to actually what we do have. By the way, this podcast has a prophetic anointing to cause you to take your eyes off of what you think you don't have to see what you actually do have. She said, I have nothing except a little oil. And what she had was the key to the miracle, the key to supernatural debt cancellation, and the key to abundance. You and I already have it. And as we open up to the prophetic, as we open up to the voice of God, as we open up to see, we already have it. We already have gifts. We already have connections. We already have uh, uh, resources. And they are the beginning as we attach faith to what we have and fixate on what we have rather than what we think we don't have, it's a key to breakthrough. Number three is keep moving forward in life. This is a key to overcoming dwelling on the negative. Keep moving forward in life. Uh, in Exodus 14, you have the story of the children of Israel who are have just left Egypt and now they are right there at the edge of the Red Sea with the Egyptians chasing them down from behind. Now, they, it, that was an easy situation. It would seem easy to fixate on the problem. We got a Red Sea and we got the Egyptians. And the Lord said to Moses in verse 15 of Exodus 14, he said, why are you crying out to me? Tell my people to move forward. Our forward movement in life causes Red Seas to part. One of the most important questions we can ask is, what does it look like for me to move forward 
in this season? What does it look like for me to move forward in this area of my life? Listen, we we can't just play defense in our thinking. I'm not going to dwell on the negative, not going to dwell on the negative. (laughs) No, there, there needs to be a replacement of what we've been dwelling on with something positive and forward movement of just in our lives, of, of, of giving our attention to something that's going to propel us forward rather than giving our attention to what we think the problem is, is powerful. By the way, something's happening right now to those of you who are listening. There's a grace coming upon you for forward movement. Number four, how to overcome fixating on wrong things is to turn criticism of others into prayer and blessing. When we're tempted to criticize others or criticize a city or criticize a neighborhood or or a people group, turn that into prayer immediately in your inner self-talk. When you have someone who's blessed and that seems to be a statement against you and you're you, you, you fixate on, wow, uh, I'm not that, and maybe even turn negative towards the person who is blessed. Turn it around. Pray, oh, thank you, Lord. Bless them. Let there be increase. Let their families have increase. You know, as we do that, then we become part of the solution and not part of the problem. Those who are just fixating on negative things and what's wrong We become unwittingly part of the problem. And then lastly, implement the power of thank you. Thankfulness is a great thing to get our minds on what we actually do have and to start fixating on the blessings. Count your blessings one by one. You'll be surprised as what the, Lord, what the Lord has done. Let me repeat those again. These are ways to overcome dwelling on the negative, fixating on the negative, having our default being to see the negative uh, in people, in ourselves, in uh, churches, in cities, in job place. We can overcome it by partnering with what God is already doing, having our eyes open to that, by focusing on what we already do have and starting attaching faith to what we have, by moving forward in life, by turning criticism of others into prayer and blessing, and implementing the power of thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for the blessings. Thank you for the people in my life. Thank you for what what you've done. Wow, wow, wow. This has been such a great message. I know in my own life, I've had seasons of where I've just dwelled on the negative. (laughs) And we're getting free of that. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this podcast or watching it on our Igniting Hope YouTube channel. And if you like these podcasts. Why don't you tell somebody else about it? Hey, if you ever want to just send us an email and info at ignitinghope.com and just share with us how the podcasts are blessing you, that would mean a lot. 
And remember, we are here to ignite your hope at Igniting Hope Ministries. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. If somebody, if something's going to change or if somebody's going to change, there's going to be hope. Hope is the belief that the future will be better than the present, and I and we have the power to help make it so. I believe after love, hope is the most powerful leadership, influential quality there is, whether it's in our home, whether it's in our cities, our nations, our churches. It's very difficult to influence that which we do not have hope for. Increasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our mind with truth instead of lies. Decreasing hope is the evidence we're renewing our mind with lies instead of truth. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. I used to say, well, when all my problems and uncertainties are over, then I will become joyful. Now, I need, I need strength right now. For every, pretty much everybody watching or listening right now, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. I was talking with someone recently who had, whose spouse had passed away and about a year and a half ago, and, and he was saying that he felt guilty about starting to enjoy life. He felt like it would be a, um, that he was irresponsible and that he wasn't caring and he wasn't loving and therefore he wasn't going to walk in joy to just uh, indicate that he still missed his wife. And I said, well, she would want you to enjoy life. And so some of us just need to let go of feeling guilty about being joyful. Now, listen, we, they, there's things going on in the world, that, and we grieve, we hurt, um, and, and yet the joy of the Lord is, is our strength. And obviously, we're going to be sensitive. There's environments we go into. There's situations we go into where we're just going to weep with those who weep. And uh, But you and I are in a season of getting greater strength in our life. And a merry heart is good like medicine. And so what a, what a great key that is. And we increase joy through thanksgiving and through delighting in the Lord. Wow, thanks so much for listening to this podcast. And I, I just bless you in this season and, and bless you with the overcoming of fixating on the on what's wrong. Steve, will you stop fixating on that? And this podcast today has has some great keys for you. Some of you may want to listen to this over and over again because it's going to take you higher. It's going to pull you out of negativity and pessimism, and it's going to lead you into a greater influence and a greater fulfillment in your life. God bless you. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for listening. You can be a part of our live stream of this Igniting Hope podcast by joining our social media channels on YouTube and Facebook and hitting notifications. And if you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. 
Help us get the message of hope out to more people by liking and sharing this podcast. Also, we have so many more incredible resources for you, including books, events, and courses on our website, ignitinghope.com. And why don't you say this concerning the message in today's podcast? I receive it and I'll never be the same again.